Bills 56% on third down, but it's third and 10, throwing into the wind, way down the field, oh my goodness, this is going to be 98 yards to Gabe Davis, a 98-yard explosion, Josh Allen to Gabe Davis, what an incredible read and what a route by Davis. Wow, Evan, that was, that was that was that was harsh. Yeah, usually Ben, usually Ben, you know, we're chatting before we start. We hit record, you know, it's not like we just pop onto this call and the first words we say are, you know, Evan, and then and then we go on to the pod like, yeah, we're chatting. And <laughs> you didn't give me any warning about that. That was that was tough. That was tough, Ben. Uh, it was uh, it's Ben Evan rivalry week. In case uh, that wasn't clear from the way Ben opened the podcast. Uh, and one of us won, one of us lost, but we both had good weeks, Ben. So, yeah. Evan, I first I want to apologize for absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, you you know I had to. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, I'm I'm am sorry. Um, but yeah, Evan, it was uh, I, should I can I tell the story just at the top about uh when we found out about this touchdown? Yeah, do it. It was it was eleven fifty three on Sunday morning, and I call Evan or I Facetime Evan, right? Yeah. Uh, to get year. to get some, I, I need I needed some start sits in my in my college league, and so it's a, naturally I, I wait until eleven fifty five to do that. So I'm getting Evan help me off my flex, and uh, you know we're just chatting about you know when we're gonna record and stuff, and you know it bleeds it, it bleeds into the noon kickoff and. This this Josh Allen Gabe Davis bomb happens like one minute into that game, like immediately, yeah. <laughs> like it was like it was like twelve it was like twelve oh four it was yeah. like twelve oh three twelve oh four and Evans like ah oh, shit Josh Allen just threw a ninety eight yard touchdown but you said to Diggs he was like right and 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 I was about to say to you well at least it was and then before I could finish like at least it was Diggs you go oh no wait it was Davis and. <laughs> We both just started cackling, and it was well. I started cackling. Yeah, it was. That, that single it was very, play. So Ben has both Josh Allen and Gabe Davis on his team. That single play was twenty-four points. Uh, they later connected on a sixty-eight-yard touchdown or sixty-two, something like that. Um, it was a yeah, something was, like that. You know, another seventeen or something uh, for a total of forty-two points on two plays from scrimmage, which which was tough to come back from, and I did not. So. So yeah, well, I'm sure we'll discuss more in detail. <laughs> should we? Uh, should we just smash through it? Let's just do it. Yeah, we're already here. Because that was honestly like that was my those were my only like two guys who had like yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, Lazard was fine and Etienne was fine and yeah, I got actually, like, I got just because I was salty. I counted this up. You had five guys on your team score the most points they've scored this season. So. Um, Etienne, Etienne was, well, not Lazard. Lazard had more last week, right? Uh, yeah, not Lazard. Um, oh, maybe I was wrong. Maybe it was only four. Uh, well, so I mean, it, it's, it's, it's Allen. Allen, Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess you could include the Niners defense in there if you really. Yeah, it was well, not, actually, no, it they, was not no, their no, most. The, uh, they did have a no, game, mind. but it was not their most. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, I, I am bummed that, uh. Pat Pat Fryermuth got uh, concussed. Fryer I hope concussion. Yeah. I hope I hope he's gonna be okay. That's tough to see, but yeah, the big thing: Josh Allen, Gabe Davis combining for what is this, sixty-four points uh, in a game that Ben scored one hundred nineteen, beat me 
with 90 sitting on 93 right now we're recording this during monday night football for oh, baseball yeah. related reasons um but as it turns out i don't think any of the results in our league are still up in the air um so that's good at least uh, but yeah ben's gonna take this one uh yeah pretty convincingly just like from the start with that one play it was like well this is gonna take some doing and then the bills man just destroyed the steelers like that well it was funny because chubb had a big long touchdown and i was like oh maybe i'm not yeah. gonna be so lucky but then there was the the then the other Allen Davis touchdown. Yeah, I think the second one was what really got me. Like the first one, I, I you know, it would have been pretty close. Uh, you know, we're looking at yeah. a close game at that point. But man, Gabe Davis with the three catches, one hundred and seventy-one yards, two touchdowns line. <laughs> like, man, <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know. But, yeah. Um. Do you see Rashad? Oh, what are you gonna say? Coming into the week, Ben, like. Just, I was looking at your team, I'm thinking, man, like, I got this one sewn up. Like, you know, Jonathan Taylor is out. Like, Rashad yeah. Bateman was ruled out later in the week. It was like, you know, Ben's starting Alexander Madison and Marvin Jones and Robbie Anderson. Like, all these guys are kind of bad. And then uh, it just didn't matter, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say Rashad Penny. Do you see Rashad Penny he got, like, tore his, some, tore his meniscus or something? Yeah, I think he, like, broke his leg, didn't he? Um. Like oh yeah, broke his tibia. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's big news for for Andrew that we'll get to in a little bit. Well, uh, I have kind of blocker and for you. Yeah, it's good. Big positive news for you. Big negative news for Andrew. So, um, your team, Evan? Yeah, my team. Uh, pretty good week. You know, sitting on ninety three points. It looks like Darren Waller got hurt and already left the game tonight. So that's not ideal. Um, although at least David oh, what? has been doing well. Yeah, I don't know if it's serious because they haven't actually ruled him out yet, but he did leave the game. It's a hamstring. He's not coming back. Yeah, probably not today. And they've got to buy next week, so there you go. Um, but, yeah, like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt were both good. The Browns' running back situation continues to be fruitful. Uh, Alan Kamara had his best game of the year so far. That was good to see. Although Taysom Hill did vulture literally all of the touchdowns from him. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Oliver Brown was good too. But, yeah, all in all, like another fine week. I've had like – a ton of weeks between 80 and 95 and like nothing better than that but you know slow and steady so we do it oh yeah that's funny yeah you got like 90 again yeah every week All so right. was wait was herbert was herbert bad he wasn't actually bad like in the game he just like only got the one td and that was it um and like they won the game they scored 30 points and they won <laughs> but uh, he did not have a turnover but yeah just one of those days where like the fantasy points don't really add up for your quarterback you know so yeah. yeah only well, the, you, you must be happy with Camara. Yeah, the Camara that's thing a, that's was, a... was pretty huge because yeah, he's been hit or miss so far this year. So big game for yeah. him. For sure. Um. Yeah. That's all. That's all, right. all I. All yeah, I let's, got. Uh, let's move on to the other teams. So what, what everyone is actually here to hear us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we had to. Yeah. We had we, we, we play we, each we, other. You know. We had to. We the the people the people care about the Ben Evan rivalry. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Um, all if right, they yeah. don't, they can shove it. <laughs> the The next game on the docket here was Henry versus Andrew. It looks like Henry is going to pass you, Ben. Actually, he already did. He already passed you for the uh, weekly bonus. Oh, oh um, no. Which was not a given coming into this game, but Josh Jacobs and Travis Kelsey have both scored touchdowns, so that'll do it. Um, so Henry right now is sitting on 120 points. Andrew with 42 Uh I went and looked this up this morning, Ben. Uh, Andrew has 41.86, and he's done for the week. It's going to be the 10th lowest score of all time in our league. 
um, which includes one instance of you intentionally losing a game in week 14. Um, so, so it's not Fair. good. Uh, 42 points is not good. Uh, I'm here to report. Uh, Andrew will fall to 3-2, and two, and Henry staying at 5-0, and oh, winning another weekly bonus. I think this is his second, but it might be his third. Um, so pretty impressive start to the year by Henry. So what is the... So who is the actual... Because, like, my lowest gets an asterisk, right? Yeah, that like, one definitely does. Like, you had one week where you just, like, were intentionally losing and you scored, like, 21 points. Uh, let me bring it up again. You talk, talk this, about... This could be fun, because this is a top 10. Like, Andrew being 10th is, like, we we could just, like... Yeah. We could just quickly run through the top 10 lowest scores of all time. That yeah. seems like a fun little let segment. Me, let me run the code. Get the, just a blast... Get my results back. Just the, a blast into the pass, I think, is, is always a good thing. I'll fill in, I'll fill in some time. Uh, yeah, Rashad Penny on Andrew's team scored five points, broke his fibula out for the season. Yeah, um, that one's tough. Not he, to... he had had a couple of. Well, I guess he just had one really good game, and then otherwise just kind of meh. But he was he was fine. The like, the potential was there, you know. Yeah, and, man, Rashad Penny has had some rough injury luck in his career. Like he's had a few season-ending type things. I think he had an ACL a few years ago. Like he just has not. Well, his his body's made of glass. Like we all yeah. knew that. Yeah, definitely tough. But it looked like this was going to be his year. You know, Chris Carson retired. Uh, they drafted Kenneth Walker, but Penny was more experienced. They, they clearly wanted to, like, give him a look uh, before they went yeah. to Walker. And, yeah, just, again, <laughs> with the season-ending injury. So not great, especially not great for Andrew, who, you know, right now does not have any depth really at all. Um, DeAndre Swift has been out for a few weeks, but I think he's supposed to be back soon-ish. So that will fill in that spot. But the bench is pretty barren other than that. Yeah, um, f- fun fact, in um, in College League, Andrew Nelson had Kenneth Walker, and he dropped him on waivers Oof, this week. That hurts. Um, which is tough. That's tough timing, because uh, I have the worst team in Hockey House, so uh, I I had Rashad Penny, and but now I get to just scoop up uh, Kenneth Walker off waivers, so that's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, but overall for Andrew's team, just, yeah, not a good week. Like, everyone was bad. Lamar Jackson, only 15 points for him. Not a great week. Jamar Chase, only five. Yeah, it's just everybody. Like, that's, I mean, that's how you score 42 points. Uh, do you want the list, Ben? Um, I guess I guess we'll just finish up Andrew's team yeah. real quick. Uh, Andrew, Andrew didn't see, Andrew already fessed up to this. He... He didn't see that Landry was, uh, like, sort of a late scratch. Mm. Well, not a late scratch. It was, like, on Sunday morning that he was ruled out. Yeah. And Andrew missed it. It turns out um, that, like, the most it obvious wouldn't have, replacement has also scored zero. <laughs> like, if he had gone to DeAndre Parker off his bench, or Devontae Parker. Yeah. Then, you know, wouldn't have made a difference. Or, any, or anyone else on his bench yeah, besides DeAndre. <laughs> A total of point two points on the bench. There. Would Deonta Foreman would that point two have put Andrew out of the top ten of worst of all time? Uh, no. Okay. Well, then I guess there's that. <laughs> um. All right. Let's hear this. Let's hear this worst ten. Okay. So, um, do you want me to go tenth worst to worst or worst yeah. to tenth worst? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. T- well, tenth worst, worst to worst. Okay. So we had Andrew uh, this week at forty one point eight six. Uh, <laughs> then we had. Okay, so this one's weird. This was not you trying to lose. 
it was in week 13 last year, so the second to last week of the regular season, um, you scored 40 points against Andrew. Uh, and as I as think I was trying. Were you? Because on the second to last week of the season? In your or situation, no. then like that wouldn't have made sense, right? Like, no, that's the one I threw in the playoffs. That's the one I. That's the one I threw because I was trying to play. I was trying to play. You were lining up a consolation bracket game. Or well, no. So the second, <laughs> the, the 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 second. Or wait, no, that wouldn't have made sense to throw because the second to last, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I guess unless you were tanking for draft position or something. I don't remember how this happened, but your team was real bad. It oh was yeah, like, I was taking for draft. I was okay. taking for draft position. That makes sense. Cause, okay, because it because so it didn't matter. Okay, so we had you at forty point one. Uh, during so, that I, so, I, so we have the time I tanked for draft position, and yeah. we have the time that I, t- I, I tanked to get a certain... Th- <laughs> I, I, tanked, I tanked to get a certain playoff matchup, right. but it ended up not working out anyway. Right, right. Um, okay, number nine, then, is Joe in 2017 Week 8, scored 40.02. Uh, let's see, number eight... Am I even doing these right? Did I count right? All right, just go with Oh, that. no, we had... Okay, so number seven... Tim in 2017, week 11, scored 38.18. Uh, I had a team in 2020 that scored 37.6. Joe in 2016 scored 36.14. A lot of Joe on this list. Yeah, in fourth place, Andrew in 2016 scored 35.36. <laughs> 2016, Tony scored 33.06 points. Uh, 2015, this is number two, and this is the highest legitimate one, or the, the worst legitimate one, is... In 2015, the first year of the league, in week 11, this is a 12-team league. Nick scored 32.2 points. <laughs> and then the all-time lowest Ben was that one that you tanked in 2020, the last week of the season. You scored 21.7. Um, but yeah, that one doesn't quite count. So, so yeah, I think the what, real well, champ here was Nick in 2015. So there you when go. did we start the pod? Was uh, that 2019? 2019, I think. Maybe 2018 even. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I think it was twenty. Yeah, I think it was twenty nineteen. Okay. Yeah. So, what was the lowest one since we started recording? So the lowest legitimate one was me scoring thirty-seven point six eight. So, in the history of the pod, you have the lowest. In the history one. of the pod, the lowest legitimate one. Yeah. So this Andrew oh, no. performance is the third worst in the history of the pod. Um, so and yeah, I mean, what the the recent, other, and what was the other one? Uh, it was you. You scored. Oh, the, mine from 40. last year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I guess it was the. This is the second lowest, like legitimate one since we started the pod. So. It's not good, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, well, Andrew's I'm, had a good season so far too, which is fun. It's good. That, I like to I like <laughs> to put this into context. Like, I'm glad you pulled that up because instead of just saying like, "Oh, this was really bad," yeah, it like really puts it into context that like, since we started recording, this is the second lowest score. Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, Henry had a God. Henry just keeps fucking. <laughs> yeah. Henry has added like two added like six points since we started talking. <laughs> It's like, well, it's like Henry, like Henry didn't need twenty-one from Dallas's defense, but like, I guess, I guess <laughs> picking on the Rams is the is the, I guess streaming in, in a in a weird world, I guess streaming against yeah. the Rams. Is I gotta the give way Henry to go. some credit there. Like that was not an obvious choice. To he picked up Dallas defense this week, 
you know, the lineup to play the Rams. Like, I think a lot of people looking to pick up a defense, they would have seen that matchup and said, like, yeah, that, like, not for me, whatever. But At the Rams, yeah. Yeah, that offense has not been very good this year, and Cowboys, you know, did great. They scored a touchdown, three turnovers, five sacks. So, yeah, I got 21 points for him. And then the rest yeah, of the team, man. pretty good, too. Henry's looking dangerous, man. Oh, yeah. It's funny, like, I was kind of ch- looking at the looking at the, what the standings are going to be, and I was thinking to myself, like, man, the only team that really sticks out, like, at all in really either direction is Henry. Like, he's, you know, going to be well over 100 points per game. Uh, he's going to be undefeated 5-0. Um, and it just feels like there's this massive glut of teams that are, like, totally ing- indistinguishable from each other after Henry. But, yeah, he's, he's the pretty clear favorite right now. But uh, everything's kind of clicking over there. Yeah. I, I'm. You know Henry's going to try to leverage this. You know, the only weak spot I see on Henry's team is I don't, I don't think Henry feels great about having Kirk. Yeah, I'm going to guess and, that Kirk, although he is in the team name, you know, primetime Kirk. Well, the thing, so Kirk Cousins, Vikings have a bye week seven. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think Henry is at the point where like he's gonna be five and zero. We don't have buys, right? What do you mean? Like we don't have any buys in our league, right? For the no. playoffs? No, no. So like, you you should shore up your team. Like Henry is gonna make the playoffs, and like, like because he's so. What I'm what I'm trying to say is like Henry is five and zero. He's going to make the playoffs. The difference between being the one seed or the two seed, like, it doesn't matter in our league because there's no buy. So what I'm getting at here is, like, Henry's going to start, I think he's going to start wheeling. Like, 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 you see it with this Odell Beckham pickup. Like, Odell Beckham is not on a, a, Odell Beckham is still a free agent, right? Right. It's a future act, what? you know? Yeah, no, so so Henry has, like, Henry knows, Henry recognizes the position that he's in right now. Yeah, he picked up Odell on Friday. Like, he can, like, he can look at the long view, right? Like, if Odell Beckham gets picked up by Green Bay or something, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I think Henry's definitely going to try to angle for a quarterback. That seems like the clear, like, like, this team going into the playoffs is, like, you know, injuries can happen to anyone. Like, you know, it is what it is. But to me, like, Henry's going to try to shore up this uh, yeah this, he did, quarterback, he did this add, quarterback situation here. He did pick up Tua this week, um, so that could be a nice second option, or at the very least somebody he'll start during Cousins' bye week uh, in week seven. So, is, it, is Tua the guy you want starting in the playoffs? I mean, probably not, uh, but at least it gives you an option. You know, like, if he isn't able to trade, then... And, like, Tua, he had that one game, at least. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he scored 39 points in that one game, so... Yeah, I I would almost rather start Kirk than Tua. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, but, yeah, I'm just... I'm interested to see how... Henry's definitely the kind of guy who, like... I remember a few years ago when I, like, randomly had a really good team, and it's a position of strength, and, like, you can try to, like, a few weeks from now when people are, like, I, I'm, 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 I'm confident that Henry's going to be aggressive. Like I, like, I remember being pretty aggressive. Like, like, we started getting into bye weeks, and people were going through, like, bye week hell, and you would, like, 
someone who's like 500, like right on the playoff line, you like, you call him up and say, hey, like, I see, you know, your like wide receiver two is on by this week. Like, you want my wide receiver two, who's like slightly worse, but, you know, isn't on by. That's like a classic move. I, I, I envision Henry is going to be, uh, he's going to be a good once. Once people get, once we get into bye weeks and people start like thinking they got a shot at the playoffs and they're like on the bubble, they're on the fringe, Henry is going to, I'm excited to see what kind of trades that Henry tries to pull out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll definitely be a mover and shaker. And we know Henry's not averse to the trades either. So yeah, uh, it's a good, it's, it's a good guy to have in first. Like it's a, it's much better to have a guy like Henry in first than yeah. Someone like and the defending champ too, right? Like so, everybody's on high alert. You know, you don't want back to back. Like we don't want that. You know, um, so. well, we've. I think everyone's already established that nobody, like nobody, is embargoing Henry. I'm not even. I'm not even trying. Like for the first couple weeks of the pod, I was like embargo Henry, and then we just like, I don't know. Henry's done. Henry's done like a zillion trades already. So I'm just like, I'm just like flipping on it, and I'm just like, I want, I want to see, I want to see Henry's team like. I want people. I'm I'm at the point where I've like flipped. Like I want people to keep trading with Henry now, and mm-hmm. I want Henry to build up this like, this behemoth team, yeah. like, uh, and I want him to just like lose in the first round. Yeah, I mean it's not every That's year. What, it's not every wanna, year that we have like a heavy favorite. You know, like a lot of years it's too even for that. Um, but some years, yeah, you got a team like this where everybody's shooting at the big dog and like going into the playoffs. It seems like well, I really don't want to face that guy. So. You know, we're a yeah. long ways out from that right now. You know, we got nine more weeks of the regular season. Um, but that, that would be fun. Yeah. That would definitely be fun. I remember feeling so confident. Like, I remember a few years ago when I was doing really well, it was like, a, it was like, it was like the one of the last weeks of the season. It was like the trade deadline. And I was like, I remember like prying Derrick Henry from Ryan. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I offered Ryan just like a four for one. Ryan was like, Ryan was like on the playoff bubble. And I'm pretty sure I offered him like a full, like just like an offer you could not refuse for uh-huh. Derrick Henry, and he and he and he was like on the bubble of the playoffs, so he took it. And then I just like, I was like feeling so good about my team, and then I just like lost in the first round. It right. was like whatever. That can happen. It's just, that can happen. I want I want to build up Henry's team and then just see him score like 85 and lose in the first round. Right. That's yeah. what I want. Mm-hmm. I want this team to be like the Patriots. I want this team to go. I want this team to go undefeated and get to the Schaefer Bowl oh. championship. Somebody going, want... man, somebody getting all the way to the Schaefer Bowl in an effort to win back to back would be something, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I want them to lose. Yeah. Actually, undefeated. I think funniest scenario, funniest outcome would be Henry goes undefeated regular season and then loses in the first round because we don't have buys. Like, yeah. uh-huh. that that would be the, the, easy, the easiest way to get our league to incorporate, like, Tim would be the big winner, because uh, Tim's been Tim's been uh, you know he's always been oh, pounding the table for yeah. for for the for the for the buys and yeah. Of course. All right, uh, let's move anyway. on to our next game then. Um, good work, Henry. Five and zero. Uh, our next game here: Jay versus Quinn. Uh, Jay's going to win this one. Right now, projected four eighty-two. Uh, Quinn is done. He's at sixty-four, so not a great week for Quinn. Jay up to three and two. Quinn down to two and three. So for Jay this week, the big guy was Austin Eckler, thirty-two points for him. We were just talking Justin Herbert. Not a great week from a fantasy perspective, and that was because Austin Eckler was really good. One hundred and seventy-three yards on the ground, plus a TD there. 
And then 26 Man. receiving yards and Herbert's only passing touchdown of the day to Eckler. So he's had back-to-back really good weeks after like a kind of slow start to the season. And yeah. I imagine he's going to be right up at like running back four or something. It's so basically all it takes yeah. this year is if you have two crazy games like this, that's that's all. Yeah, Eckler is, man, that's very impressive. I I didn't realize that he had the stat line. This this uh, Cleveland Chargers game must have been pretty fun. This game was super fun. Those two teams played a crazy game last year too. Um, I don't remember who won, but it was similarly like in the thirties. Like neither team could stop the other team, and they're like pretty different vibes. You know, like the Browns, especially right now, are just like running the ball all the time. And the Chargers, you know, are giving it to Eckler sometimes. He has 16 carries here, but, they, you know, they're a lot more aerial and they can do big plays. Um, so, yeah, it was a super fun game, um, and it was last year, too. We really enjoyed those two teams. Man, if we get that game in the playoffs, I would be so stoked. Like, that would be awesome. But time will tell. Well, in the play, well, I'm surprised. Like, how did, uh, well, I guess the, those, run, like, uh, Chubb and Hunt got all the touchdowns. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? What was Brissett's? I'm going to look up Brissett's line really quick to say something to the people. Yeah, so, I don't know, Jay, otherwise, I mean, it wasn't like a great week. He only scored 82 points, um, but getting the win anyways. Like, Kyler Murray has continued to be, yeah, okay. Like, he scored 16 this week. He's had a couple decent games as the Cardinals are sort of up and down this week or this year. Uh, what else? I don't know, like. Brissett was Brissett was twenty one for thirty four, two hundred and thirty yards, one touchdown and a pick. Apparently he threw this pick uh in the end zone late in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. It was Feels rough. bad. It was rough. Um Tim just did you see what Tim just sent to the chat that no. group me? He said, NFL is so soft, uh can't even hit QBs anymore. I'm assuming Tim's referring to the Tom Brady thing, and I totally agree with Tim. I'm going to guess that see, there was probably something see, else that happened in this Monday night game just now that he is Oh. Uh, but yeah, that was probably oh, yeah, that's true. to the Tom Brady thing. Yeah. Did you did you see that Tom Brady sack? Oh yeah. That was <laughs> that was so funny. I can't believe that was. Well, I can't believe cuz it's it's Tom Brady. It's it's, you know. They're going to do it. Um I love that Jay is starting Mac Hollins. Yeah, for some uh, reason. Like he's got other players who he can start. <laughs> like there are Matt Collins, I did not here. Matt Collins I did not know in week three. Did we know that Matt Collins had eight receptions for hundred and fifty eight yards and a touchdown? Yeah, and Jay's been chasing that the two weeks after. I mean yeah, he started him against me last week and he got thirty three yards. Right now, uh, we're coming up on halftime and Monday night Hollins has no catches as of yet. But he does have three targets, so there you go. It just seems weird, you know, he's got like Dallas Goddard sitting on the bench, like he's been do you hang on to Mac Collins through his bye next week? No. no. I'm cutting him anyways, even if he doesn't help. <laughs> I like that next week. Is week six, is this too early for buys? It's sort of early, yeah. Well, then the weird thing this year is that we have week 14 buys, which is, like, really not ideal um, for fantasy purposes. Like, that's the last week of the fantasy regular season, and it's, like, a bunch of buys that week. Something I don't get, when the NFL when the NFL expanded the season to, to 17, why didn't they just, like, at that point, like, why didn't they just, like, add another week? And then you get another week of primetime games. You get another week of primetime TV ad revenue, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. And then, like... And then you just give teams a second buy. It seems like everyone wins. Like, like what's the? I'm sure there is a downside somewhere, but like, 
it seems pretty obvious to me. Like they should have just added a, another week and given, you know, you know, add another game but give everyone a second bye. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's probably some combination of like not wanting to go, you know, a week further into February for the Super Bowl or whatever it is. Um, and also just like once you start adding in two buys, like the schedule in the middle of the season would get pretty watered down. Like, you know, you, I'm sure under that scenario, you would have weeks where like eight or 10 teams were on a buy at one time. And like that, that's no bueno for like the stakeholders, right? For the, for the networks, for the people who are trying to like sell the games, like having only 22 teams playing or whatever is, is not great. And I'm guessing that was a big part of the reason. I know historically, like the players' union wanted that when they were going to add more games. You know, if it was going to be 18 games, I'm, they probably would have had to cave on the buy thing. But I'm sure with 17, it was like, well, maybe we can squeeze it. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't want more buys. You know, <laughs> they're not going to to deal with. Evan, that's because you're not pro player safety. I'm not. Yeah, I, anti. I, I on the other hand, am pro player safety. That's good. That's good. Um. Jay got another nice week out of Josh Reynolds, actually, who's had three in a row now for the Lions. 92 yards in this one, despite the Lions getting shut out. Um, and I think that's at least in part due to some of the injuries they've had. But Amon Ra, St. Brown was back this week, and Reynolds still put up a decent line. So that's encouraging. Yeah, I'm, I, I was planning on putting in a claim in Hockey House for Josh Reynolds until I saw that Rashad Penny broke his leg. There you go. Um, I know they're on buy. Well, they're they're also on buy next week, so like I didn't really want to. Yeah. But uh, someone definitely is going to claim this guy. Definitely. Uh, the Lions are absolutely. Uh, we called our shot with this uh, Jacksonville Jaguars twenty fifteen comp. This team is yeah. absolutely just this. Like Josh Reynolds is on a team that's one and four, and like is going to be fantasy relevant. Like. Yep. He That's has like second wide receiver. Yeah. Well, yeah well, I get. Oh yeah. Amon Ra's been out. I suppose. Well, we'll see. Uh, no, Amon Ra wasn't out this week. He though. played this week. Yep. Yeah. 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 So it's just it's kind of funny how this team isn't very good. Like. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um. Yeah. An- another thing for Jay is that uh, Damian Harris tweaked his hamstring during yeah, their game. Good. So. Only put up one point before he got injured, and obviously hamstrings are, are not great for continued health. Um, so that's maybe a bit of a concern there. But I don't know. We got anything else? I'm just does it, who has Ramondre? Oh, Joe has Ramondre. Right. Good news for Joe. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else for Jay. Um, I guess Arizona slot receiver update. Uh, Rondale Moore had. Seven receptions on eight targets for 68 yards. There you go. Um, yeah, I've got one more week before DeAndre Hopkins comes back, so we'll see. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins doesn't play in the slot, though. Yeah, but the targets, they gotta they got to come from somewhere, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's true. Um, Purdue, Purdue, uh, Purdue football, uh, speaking of Rondale Moore, uh, they, they beat Maryland... Uh, on Saturday. Huge win. You know, it's a pretty good team there, Purdue. I, I think that's definitely not a bad loss for Maryland and, you know, the other teams that Purdue may have beaten this year. Yeah, I am the biggest Purdue fan in the world right now. All right. Um, all uh, right. Uh, yeah, for Quinn's team. There's not much. Not a great week. He got a nice week out of Carson Wentz, at least. So that's good. 
Man, three hundred. I offered yards. Quinn Josh Allen. He didn't. He didn't respond to my trade request. Ugh, for real. Um, <laughs> was it? I, like... I wanted. I wanted McCaffrey and Kittle. Nice. Honestly, yeah. he should have considered that. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I was <laughs> like, like, George I was Kittle like, has dude... been not good, um, and McCaffrey has just been fine. You know, like, like good, definitely good, definitely a guy that you want on your team, but not like. If you're insane. Quinn, would you have? If you're Quinn, would you have accepted it? I, I think, I think hard about that deal. If I'm Quinn, like I actually do. Um, so I mean. Yeah, so this week, McCaffrey puts up 16. He's actually put up double digits in every game this year, um, but yeah. has topped out at 17 points. So it hasn't been like quite the normal like McCaffrey level. He only has two touchdowns this year. But, I mean, yeah. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. And because like, um, the quarterback situation has been a bugaboo for Quinn all season. Uh, like He's starting Wentz right now. He's got Marcus Mariota on the bench. Like It worked out this week with Wentz, who was pretty decent. But, I don't know. That's a tough situation week to week, for sure. Yeah. So did T. Higgins get hurt? He's day-to-day. He did, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so and... T. Higgins did not have a catch before he got hurt, which is always tough. You start a guy and he yeah. gets hurt right away. Sounds like he'll be fine, though. Yeah. Hawkinson? Hawkinson has had been... a strange Hawkinson... season. <laughs> well, I mean, he must have been. He had an injury last week, right? No, he was fine. Um yeah, I I've, thought he had an injury last week. I thought he like, was hurt. He's been like missing practice, but like he put up 32 points last week, uh, and then played this week and only had six yards. Uh, I yeah. have him in work league, and yeah, it's been a roller coaster. I mean, he he wasn't great the first three weeks either, and then had this crazy week in week four, like single-handedly won games, and then right back down to nothing. Um, yeah, Quinn's tight end strategy is not going as well as planned this season. Yeah. Um, Quinn should be starting Devin Duvernay. Yeah, man, it just keeps know, happening. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why you're. I mean, it doesn't. Du- it doesn't seem sustainable. But he's been good, man. He's been good. Yeah, he's been so, not bad. I think, especially a week like this, like the Ravens were without Rashad Bateman, like Duvernay becomes more clear start in that case. Uh, but yeah, he put up eight points. It's not nothing, you know. Uh. Yeah, Michael Carter. He just he had fifteen points. He he just vultured a couple of touchdowns. It says uh, Brees Hall had most of the carries. Um, Brees Hall had twenty. Yeah, he had a crazy game. Brees Hall had twenty touches for one hundred and ninety-seven yards. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah um, we'll get to him. But this yeah. is funny. Each of each of Carter's scores were one-yard runs after Hall uh, set the Jets up. <laughs> nice. Set Jets up with a monster reception. So it said it said Brees Hall had a seventy nine yard run in the first quarter and he got tackled at the one. That's that's tough to see. That's tough to see. And then and then Carter punched it in. Yeah, ten carries for twenty one yards, but two touchdowns. You love to see it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anything else for Quinn? Quinn should put Cordero in his IR spot. Yep. Yeah, it's just sitting there. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh yeah, Quinn. Uh you heard it from Evan. Um I don't know what it, I think my I think my brand Evan I gotta I gotta I gotta work on a rebrand for my uh, people just don't want to trade with me. Mm. If Henry had offered Quinn Josh Allen for McCaffrey and Kittle, I think he accepts it. Okay, that's good to know. You know what I mean? Maybe people just people just don't want to trade with me. It's almost like you get a trade vetoed one time, and then you just walk around with a scarlet letter the rest of your life. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, anyway. Next next game on the list, uh, the big Sapaniac family rivalry. It was a big rivalry week, Ben. Uh, you know, nine weeks. Wait, before. no, Evan. Yeah. Wait, no, Evan. You, Evan, you missed. You missed. Uh, you missed uh, Ryan versus Nick. Is it's that just, not the next one? Not in the same order for me. I don't know. Oh, uh, never mind. Uh, okay, let's just go. Connor versus Noah. Connor versus Noah. Uh, this one hurts for like this is this was such a uh, like as someone with an older brother. Like Noah is four and zero. He's very, but he's been pretty lucky. Yeah. But still, but still four and zero. Uh, and Connor is the like, you know, he's coming back from a long, peaceful slumber, hibernation. He's at one and three, slow start, and then just absolutely smacks younger brother. Just, yeah. just at this is this is like this is such a, a perfect poetic narrative. I mean, he put him in his uh, place, you know. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the score right now is 117 to 76. Uh, Noah gets the rest of the game for Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah, uh, Connor continues to rely on the Seahawks passing game and have that like pay off in spades. Uh, this is inc- yeah, this is incredible. Geno Smith. Um, uh, you know, I hope everybody placed their Geno Smith MVP bets last week because uh, you threw for another three touchdowns with no interceptions this week, 24 fantasy points. So, yeah. Um, Connor, me and Connor are riding the Geno Smith. I'm, I'm, I am riding this train until it, until there, it, it comes to a complete stop. Uh, I, I am so, I am so here for this. I, it's, this is incredible. Um, I am so bummed that the Seahawks, uh, didn't win this game. Yeah, yeah, it was a tough loss for them. They thirty-nine to thirty-two to the Saints. A weird game yeah. in general. With so I guess for the listeners. Them. Yeah. Gino Smith, 24 points. DK Metcalf, 12 points. Tyler Lockett, 22 points. Um, anyway. Yeah, pretty good game. It's interesting, like, like the fact that he's got the double stack with Smith Metcalf and Smith Lockett, like, really makes him, like, super high variance week to week. So, like, his first three games, Connor scored 66, 80, and 82. And then the last two weeks, he scored 104 and 117. <laughs> so, like... If the, Seahawks, if the Seahawks passing game does good, then like Connor is like through the roof, like contending for a weekly winner. You know, it's just hard to stop that when those are the, the only two real options in their passing game besides Will Disley. Um, and <laughs> you know, this is just gonna happen. Like if the Seahawks score thirty-two points and you're playing Connor, you're going to lose. You know, the problem is like it's the Seahawks. Like they're not gonna score thirty-two points in every game. Like they scored seven in week two and Connor lost. So there you go. Um, Definitely, definitely interesting. Derrick Henry is also back. Uh, 25 points in this one. Three straight weeks. Yeah, the Derrick Henry thing helps yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, I think we all kind of like, not not left him for dead, right? And like we weren't all saying like cut Derrick Henry after week two, but we were all, you know, the alarms have been sounded. He had eight points in the first two weeks, uh, eight points in both weeks. And then since then it's gone 20, 21, and 25. So he's back. He's doing things. Doing Derrick Henry. Yeah. Things. Yeah, I I have Derek Henry in college league, and I've definitely been happy these last three weeks, but I've lost every week. So it's, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with my team. It's just um, yeah. Oh, wow. um, on Connor's bench, Melvin Gordon, uh, fifteen carries for uh, fifty-four yards, uh, had three receptions for forty-nine yards. Uh, so he's uh he's he's benefiting from obviously no Javante Williams, um, Mike Boone. It's cutting in a little bit. Look at Mike Boone. Yeah, Mike Boone. Yeah, I think is Mike Broncos... Boone gonna is is Mike Boone gonna get claimed this week? Is he not already? 
Oh, maybe I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. yeah he no. definitely got traded or uh, added last week. Yeah. Tim. Tim has. Yeah. I was thinking of. I had to pluck him off Tony's team in Hockey House. He's he is currently on waivers in Hockey House. Love it. Yeah. Um, I assume Connor like would have started him, but either wasn't paying attention or wasn't paying attention on Thursday because the Broncos played Thursday night. Um, so maybe maybe we'll see Melvin Gordon in the lineup this week. Well, I gotta say, but it like, also it also worked out. Yeah, it worked out. I gotta say, like Connor's starting lineup is pretty solid. Like you look and say, like, okay, I don't really think Geno Smith is gonna like be viable most of the time. Uh, so maybe you have a hole at quarterback, and there's a huge hole at tight end, where he's starting Albert Okubunam, uh, who has not done anything this year. But other than that, like, I really like the wide receivers on this team. Like, and then he's got Derrick Henry and James Conner and Melvin Gordon at running back. Like, I don't know. This is, a, like, a decent team. Is is Adam Thielen watched? Uh, or is Justin Jefferson just really good? Yeah, I think that's the main thing. I mean, Thielen's pretty old now, too. Like, one of the older wide receivers in the league. Like, he's in his 30s. So, yeah, it might be about time. But he's still getting decent target volume. It's just, yeah, like the ceiling is not really there with Jefferson around. Yeah. Um, all right, should we should we transition to uh, Noah's team? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I yeah. think Noah, despite the fact that this is his first loss, is going to be 12th in the league in points scored after this game. <laughs> so it really hasn't been like a super great year for Noah. He's just kind of skated by it with some low-scoring weeks. Uh, but it finally gets to him this week. Um, I guess I can't oh, yeah. really label. I didn't realize. I didn't realize going into the week I was ahead of Noah in points scored. Right. Yeah. Not by a, not by a lot, but yeah, but it was there. Kind of um, I I think I guess this is not necessarily like a good thing for Noah's team, but it is a thing. Is that Raheem Mostert appears to have taken over the Dolphins' backfield? Uh, Chase Edmonds only got one carry in this game, Ben, uh, and Raheem Mostert had eighteen. And well, it, good thing Noah has both in his starting lineup. <laughs> it's, it's really not that bad because, like, if they do decide on one of them, then he can just start that one and bench or cut the other and then start starting Tony Pollard, say, or Chase Claypool or whoever. So, yeah, it's, it's not all bad. I mean, it, it was bad but for not, But not Kadarius Tony. Uh, Evan, yeah, not excuse me. Sorry, I'm a little tired. Um, uh, click on Kadarius Tony's thing and see what the yeah it's definitely not great <laughs> dealing with injuries to both both of his hamstrings yeah have you ever seen that before that's very funny it's a bilateral hamstring weakness that's that's tough that's tough uh, yeah it's been a weird one uh i think i still have him in my work league uh because i just have him in my rr and i'm just waiting for him to come back or whatever but it's just one of those where like is this guy gonna come back like is this guy ever gonna play a football game again it's like uh Michael Porter Jr. in the NBA. Ooh, like, I like that. It's comparison. like I think this guy exists, and he's supposedly really good. But like, has anyone ever seen him do it? You know, like, yeah. It, Victor, Victor, who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but but that's a tough one. I mean, like, like Noah should just like plop him in his IR because I, you know, Yahoo has been pretty uh, pretty flexible with the IR designations for guys who are not actually on IR this year. <laughs> For yeah. reasons unknown to us. Well, um, you, you've always been able to put out guys in IR. Yeah, but usually they they make them not out at some point on like Tuesday or something every week. And yeah, put them. That has not been the case this year. Like I've had. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. I was just yeah. trying to clarify. I was right, just trying right. to like 
Like, they've been more flexible with the out tag, not yes. with the not IR with the, tag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I, I just had Tyrion Davis-Price, like, sitting in my IR with an out tag for, like, almost a month now. <laughs> like, it's just been sitting yeah. there. Um, so, Noah could do that with Kadarius Tony. I think that would be a, a reasonable move. Um, moving on to the guys who actually did play this week, though. Um, who else did good? Mark Andrews. Nice game. Yes, Mark Andrews. Yeah, that was about it. Yeah. Cooper Cup, Cooper like Cup. Cooper Cup, we expect we expect that from yeah, Cooper the Cup. Yeah, two really good players. Cooper Cup has still not had a game below twelve points, which is wild. Like he did that last year too, essentially. So that's yeah, it's just crazy. Was Cooper Cup worth the number one overall pick? Uh, I mean, with I this, think if with we this line so far, I'm, I'm thinking if we redrafted today, he would definitely be in the conversation. It would be like, like this is very like if you one. knew, if you knew, if if you said. You know, Crystal Ball, Cooper Cup's going to get you 18, 20, 12, 12, 18. Yeah. Like. That's pretty good. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's either, it's either him or Chubb or. Yeah, it's like Chubb and Barkley and like maybe you throw Josh Allen in there, but probably not just as a quarterback. So, yeah, it's, it's good. Josh Allen. Yeah, why not? Really? Has he not been that good? And for the for number for number one overall? Maybe I just have recency bias. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't take him number one overall, but you know. I guess uh, I guess you could maybe put Derrick Henry in there with how he did this week. Yeah. Uh-huh. Eight 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 twenty 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 five or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, Cooper Cup, another great season. Um, we thought there was no way Cooper Cup could keep up the pace that he was on last year. Right. Yeah. And, uh, but Evan, this, but Evan, the numbers don't always, you know. Yeah, it's funny too because you know we were just talking about Henry starting the Cowboys defense against the Rams. Like the Rams' offense hasn't been good this year, and Cooper Cup is like still doing this. Like it's wild. Yeah. All right, we all good with Noah's team then. Yeah, I'm just reading Tony Pollard's thing. Can can the can the Cowboys just like? Give the ball to Tony Pollard. Yeah, I think they're kind of like just stuck with Zeke because like he's not injured, and he's expensive. So you have to be like, well, we have to like have this guy on our team. <laughs> yeah, and it's tough. It's tough. But yeah, Pollard is yeah. pretty good. He's a good player. I'm curious what the Cowboys are gonna do with, because like t- Pollard's been looking real good these last few weeks. Yeah. Like I guess he didn't do much last week for whatever reason, but. He's had some good games this year. Right. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely a guy that you can probably start, at least in in better matchups, Um, like even though he's not the starting running back for Dallas, so. As someone who has Alexander Madison, I don't like, I don't like doing that. It's very, it's very stressful. Yeah. I mean, I've been starting two Browns running backs the whole year. But, but that doesn't count. That's like... (laughs) You and you and you have acknowledged that that is not your normal handcuff situation. Yeah, it is not. But I think Tony is Tony Pollard then the the second most fantasy valuable uh, running backup running back. Like it's it's Kareem Hunt and then it's Tony Pollard. I think that's probably true, right? I would, yeah, I would I would say with these last couple weeks, I think I think I used to kind of equate Madison and Pollard, but I yeah. think these last couple of weeks, Pollard has kind of ascended. Right, he, he has he has ascended. <laughs> he has risen. 
so how did Zeke? Who, who has Zeke? How did Zeke? Uh, Ryan gonna... has Zeke. Uh, Zeke has like Zeke. been pretty meh this year. He's still yeah. getting some fantasy value. He's. He, I mean, it's just it's not efficient at all. Yeah. It's it's ten for fifty two, fifteen for fifty three, fifteen percent. 15 for 73 is fine. His week three was fine, but, like, his other weeks are, like, five yards a carry, four yards a carry. What's tw- what's 19 for 49? That's, like, two and a half yards a carry? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, 22, 22 for 78. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. three and a half yeah. yards a carry. It's just not... He's fantasy relevant, but it's just because he's getting so many carries. Right. And, uh... I'm wondering, like, once Dak comes back and uh, they pass it more, because obviously they don't want Cooper Cup to throw that much, which obligatory haven't have. Or, oh, I, yeah, I, I do that every time. Um, Cooper Rush. I said last week if Cooper, if the Cowboys won this week, I would like suck Cooper Rush's dick, and I I will. I you know it's it, it was very. It was uh, he... Ben, ben. Do you see how many fantasy points Cooper Rush had this week? Taking... No, Evan. Can you no, guess? Evan. Or are you looking at it right now? I'm I'm, I'm looking at I'm yeah. looking at it. But it's do you cool. remember? Do you remember what my exact quote was from last week? I don't. I don't. I said I said something. I'm paraphrasing, but I said I don't care if it's the most game manager Jimmy Garoppolo why and and whatever like I, I said I don't care if it's. 16 for, I don't care if it's like 16 for 20 for 190 yards and a touchdown, Like, but that's also like way better than what he ended up doing. <laughs> yeah, his um, final line, in a game that they won, 10 for 16 with 102 yards, no TDs, no picks, four fantasy points. <laughs> see, I don't, like, I don't care. They won and they won comfortably. Yeah, yeah. Like. By 12 points. Yeah, I mean, definitely Cooper Rush is a guy. Fantasy. But he is he is now the record holder for most NFL starts without a loss. So there you go, five and zero. I something I love about I love how subtly sassy these Yahoo oh, uh, headlines are. They're so good. The one for Cooper Rush. Whoever writes these must just have a great life. Cooper Rush's is Cooper Rush doesn't lose game for Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the Onion. It's very funny. Um, all right, should we? Should yeah, we? Proceed. All right. Uh, uh, next game I've got was Tim versus Joe. Ben, the curse is lifted. Joe, there's a huge weight off his back. He finally gets the first win. All of his schedule luck flipped around in one week. <laughs> Joe, right now, is projected to finish with 76 points. Uh, and Tim is finished. He has 57. So, big week for Joe. He's going to go to 1-4. and four. Tim also going to be 1-4 and four after this. Uh, not two of the best teams in the league right here. Are you sure, Evan? Have you have you reached out to Joe? Is Joe doing okay? Is he like is he like safe and like healthy and uh, doing you know, well? I haven't talked to him today. Well, I just I haven't I haven't heard from him. He hasn't said anything in the group me for a while. He you know he's usually you know very you know high energy, high, very animated in the. In the group mean, I just, it's been crickets from Joe. I think maybe um, he might realize that if he hypes himself up after winning with 75 points, that we will just shit on him for complaining about, like, the opposite of that happening for four No, weeks. no, no, that's what, that's, what, that's what I'm saying, is that you're not hearing a lot from, when Joe, when, when Joe's opponent scores 
57, he scores 71. You're, 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 you're not hearing a lot of... Uh, suddenly not a peep, yeah. Su- suddenly we're not hearing much uh, complaining about the, 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 the misfortune, the lack of luck. Right. And you like, know. even for a game like this, this was fairly lucky, because the big thing that happened in this game uh, was on Tim's team. He started Teddy Bridgewater this week at quarterback, and Teddy yeah. was hurt on the second snap of the game uh, and was ruled out for the rest of the game. Uh, like, ironically, given the Dolphin situation with concussion symptoms, like, he, Teddy Bridgewater was the first qu- player affected by the new concussion protocols that were prompted by Tua's injury. Uh, oh, yeah, he was, and he was never going to come back. With, with, what, with actually, what the Dolphins have been dealing with, he was never yeah, coming back. It actually sounds like, under the old rules, he probably would have played um, because he passed concussion tests at the time. But because he, like... Uh, like right after the hit showed some like inability to like stand up you know he staggered a little bit like that's part of the new rules is that when they see that you're just automatically done for the day um, so he didn't play the rest of the game because of that so um, yeah, that seems so unscientific yeah I, I think it's fair like there's a specific no. symptom there's like a medical term for that you know like, oh is there like, that is a symptom of oh. it's called ataxia yeah Oh, oh, okay. So, like, it's a real okay. thing, you know, and it doesn't always oh, okay. indicate a concussion. Like, there are it's other just, things that can it's happen. Just, it's, just, it's just so, like, oh, yeah, that guy kind of tripped. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that. You I mean, it's like, that, you know, that guy kind of stuck. After you get hit, like, you, yeah. you know, you show some, you know, you're like, you can't stand up correctly. No, I, but, as we said, I am pro player safety, so I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about it. Um, but that was a but tough yeah, that break sucks. for Tim's team. Yeah, I mean, that was kinda, a t- No, that was not just a tough break. That was an... Yeah. Absolutely, especially for a Tim team that's w- w- looking for any. Right. This is this this game. This Ev- this Joe versus Tim game was just like two guys fighting for the last life jacket on the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, both uh, these guys and, have had rotten luck this year and kind of different yeah. ways. Like Joe Joe's team looks fine and it's just had some bad schedule luck. Like Tim has had just like a weird rash of injuries, especially at quarterback, which is a tough position to get injuries from. Like. You know, quarterback is not this, like, hugely important fantasy position, but because, like, the actual, like, the raw number of points scored is so high, like, if you lose a quarterback in the second snap of the game, like, you're almost certainly going to lose, right? That's just, like, oh, yeah. 20 points off the top of your total. You know, Tim is going to lose this game by, you know, something like 15 points, it looks like, um, which, you know, could have been made up by Teddy. Like, Teddy Bridgewater is not a great guy to be starting as a fantasy QB, and he might have lost anyways. But, I mean, he definitely would have had a solid chance if Bridgewater had played in this game. But it's tough. Yeah, I think the only game... Well, my only other win this year, I believe, was against Tim. Yeah, when Trey Lance got hurt. Yeah. Was that week two? Uh, Yeah, I think it would have been week two. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was when I played Tim, and that was when I, that was my only other win this year. Was just like I played Tim week two and Trey Lance got <laughs> Trey Lance got hurt. Yeah, just having two yeah. of those games in the first five weeks of the season is pretty wild. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just what are you gonna do? You know, like that's that's a tough one. I mean, the rest of Tim's team was not good this week either. Like he got a great game from Leonard Fournette, who scored twenty six points, had a couple touchdowns, but otherwise, I mean, it was it was pretty slim pickings here. Yeah, I'm just going back and looking at the plight of Tim lost a game. Tim lost against Noah, 
last week, 76-72. Yeah, like that's the kind I of stuff. Really and yeah, Tim is, is last in points scored by like a, a pretty healthy margin. Like, Well, it's just because of the quarterback thing. Like if you look yeah. through his quarterbacks, like Trey Lane, and I mean, it's, well, that's part, like, I, like I'm dealing with the same thing in college league. Like I, my team is like pretty good besides quarterback, but just when when you have a shitty quarterback situation, you're just you're just behind the eight ball and yeah. like or like it's literally like, a black hole like you had here. It's tough. Yeah, it, well, it's like I I had, like Tim had Trey Lance, I had Trey Lance. Like you put all your eggs in that basket, and it's just it's tough to come back from because you're just trying to make up a. Tw- it's like it's like starting down twenty points every week, and it's right. and it's just that's like how you end up one and one and three. If you like look at, look back, like Tim started like Tannehill last week. Scored fourteen. Garoppolo the week before, and it's just yeah, it's just it's tough. Luckily for Tim though, Derek Carr is now available for free. He won't have <laughs> to give up DJ Chark. <laughs> Although he might just cut him anyway. <laughs> that would be that would be hilarious. That was Evan, so, that so was so a, Evan, that was a tough. That, uh, you didn't have to. You didn't have to do Tim like that. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Joe's team. That was um, funny though. <laughs> Joe's team, you know, not a great week, but he'll take the win anyway. He can get it at this point. Um, I don't know. Devontae Adams having a solid game so far on Monday night. He scored a touchdown. He's had a pretty good year. Um, he's got four touchdowns so far this season. Like, the yardage has been a little inconsistent, but you know, not bad all in all. Um, David Montgomery was back from a one-week absence. Uh, <laughs> back to doing his normal, like, really inefficient things, but scored a touchdown and had 62 yards receiving, so that's good. Um, your Christian Kirk hatred is, uh... Am I back? Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk was projected for 10 points this week. Yeah, our, well. man, our Jaguars love as a podcast, that was a tough game for them. Like, they lost, they lost at home to the Texans and scored six points. And I just don't, I didn't see that one coming, you know? Like, even when they've lost this year, like, they've played decent games, like, you know, they, they lost to the Eagles, but the Eagles are, are good. They're undefeated. They lost by eight points. Like, that's a solid outcome, you know? But yeah. six points against the Texans. Like, Christian Kirk has 11 yards on one catch. Like, what are we doing? Like, the Texans? I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I'm going to see. How many? Trevor Lawrence, did he? He didn't throw any. Oh, he threw two picks. Yeah, Lawrence has had the turnover bug the last couple of weeks, too. Yeah, it's been not great. Um, this says Lawrence was inexplic- inexplicably picked in the end zone in the third quarter on perhaps the worst throw of his career. <laughs> that might be, that might be uh, a little uh, hyperbole, but I don't know. Yeah. It's probably pretty bad. Maybe. Um, in other big news for Joe's team, uh, he had another good game out of Chris Olave for the Saints. He scored a touchdown. On that touchdown, he was concussed. Um, you know, not sure how long Damn. he'll be out, um, but you think maybe a week there. Um, and he, yeah, he's been really good the last few weeks, so definitely a bright spot, other than the injury. So that's tough. Yeah, I was, I was right. The hype train was ready to get behind Chris Olave. Oh yeah. Like this was that. this, yeah, right. Because this would have been his, yeah, like 14, 12, 11. Yeah, he's we, had at least we, six in every game, which is is pretty impressive for a rookie. You know, coming in and like immediately, like he hasn't had any duds. You know, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Another yeah. bright spot for Joe is Ramondre Stevenson sitting on the bench uh, for him this week, uh, which he was kicking himself for in a group chat with us. Uh, but he scored 18 points. Uh, we'll see how long Damian Harris winds up being out, but, you know, he's Stevenson is an every week starter 
for sure if Harris is injured. So even if and even if he's um you know yeah, even if he's not definitely a guy you can even if he's out. not out like they, you know with this Harris was hamstring right right yeah like they're not gonna give him like next week they're not giving Harris they're not gonna split it fifty fifty right yeah. like like Stevenson should start for Joe so I guess Olave will probably be out yeah. It seems like so, probably. But well, then you, yeah. you can start Deontay Johnson as well. But, just just swap the flexes out for Stevenson and Deontay Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Or Speaking of Deontay Johnson, Johnson, oh my gosh, the Bills fucking smacked the Steelers. Yeah, 38-3. to uh, Remember when we said on the pod last week that giving Kenny Pickett his first start in, in the NFL <laughs> at Buffalo was probably a bad idea? Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a bad idea. <laughs> it was a bad idea. As it turns out. All right, we got anything else with Joe? Uh, so Green Bay lost to the Giants? In London, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I don't want to rub salt in the wound for Joe here, but... <laughs> how, the Giants? Are the yeah. Giants a thing? The Giants? Ben, they're 4-1. and one. The Giants are not 4-1. and one. They, they sure are. Wow. They sure are. Are the are we are we so what, how does the hype train feel about the Giants? You know, are we in? I'm definitely like I'm not buying it, and I'm not gonna cheer for a New York team like in any way. Uh, their four wins, Ben, are the Titans, the Panthers, the Bears, and the Packers. So it's like not a great <laughs> group of teams. Well, the Packers are good. Yeah, the Packers are are probably good enough at least, and the Titans might be okay. Uh, obviously, the Panthers and Bears are bad. But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely not a bad start to the year. Like, this is – they're much better than they have been in the last half decade or so. Um, they've got the Ravens this week, which will be interesting. But I don't know. We, yeah. should give, we should give Daniel Jones a little bit of credit because we just got done talking about Trevor Lawrence with having the, the, the turnover bug. Daniel Jones, up until now in his career, has been, like, notoriously turnover buggy. Yeah. Uh, right? And right. week one – so week one, he had a pick and lost a fumble. But, like, you know, week one, guys don't play in the preseason anymore. You know, you could say some of that's – you know, I'll give him a little bit of a pass week one. Since week one, week two, three, four, five, uh, only one turnover yeah. in four games for, for Daniel Jones. So, you know, we got to give him a little bit of credit. Yeah. You know, well, and, uh, he's so not the- lighting the world on fire, but he's, he's, playing, he's playing fine. Yeah. So the Giants are four and one, Ben. The Jets are three and two. So both New York teams above five hundred. <laughs> Pretty well. Yeah, I saw the NFC East. Like the NFC East is lit. Yeah, like the Cowboys are good. The Eagles are good. Uh, the Washington. The Eagles are undefeated. The Eagles are the only right. undefeated team in the in the NFL. Yeah. Obviously Washington is bad, but like, yeah, the Giants are four and one. Cowboys are four and one. Eagles are. Yeah, I think the NFC out. is interesting this year because like a lot of the kind of mainstays are. You know, they've been a little hit or miss. Like, the Packers have, have looked good, but also not good at times. Like, same with the Bucks, And then and then you're down to, like, well, we think that we're pretty sure the Eagles are good. But that's, like, the only team in the NFC that I, like, know is good. You know, know is, like, Did a the Vikings contender. win? They did, yeah. They just held on. They, like, blew, like, a large lead against the Bears, which is hard to do. Um, but they, they did win in the end. So, yeah, maybe, like, maybe the Vikings, like, it seems like they're probably NFC North favorites right now, I would guess. So, yeah, it's just not a strong conference. Like, all of the teams that I actually, like, have trust in are in the AFC, and there are, like, four of them. And then the NFC is just, like, the Eagles and, like, who knows what else. So, 
Minnesota teams are great playing the role of default uh, default contender. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what the Vikings seem to be right now. It's like, yeah, there's not a lot in the like outside of the outside of the Eagles. Like, there's not a lot, and I guess like the I think you can get the Cowboys. Like, they've been this good without Dak. Yeah, I think it's definitely impressive. Like, like that. Like, I guess whoever the Cowboys. I mean the, yeah. So the Cowboys. That's the thing. Lot. It's like it, it seems like all of these teams haven't beaten much of anyone because like the NFC, like just doesn't have teams that were confident in. Right? So they're all beating other NFC teams, and it's like, well, like these ones. Yeah, are that's like this. Yeah, I guess it's. Yeah. It's like the well, Cowboys have beat the Rams, like defending Super Bowl champs. But it seems like the Rams aren't that good. Like they beat the Giants, who are four and one. Well, they, like, well, the Cowboys beat the Bengals, who went to the Super Bowl last year. Right. But now the Bengals are a total dumpster fire. Right. Yeah. So who knows? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. I imagine the Cowboys have a good enough defense. Oh uh, yeah, it's a good defense. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, take a good defense, Dak. Like, I don't know. The Cowboys can't be any worse than the Vikings. Well, like I mean, the Vikings are four and one. The Cowboys are 4-1. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on to our last game, Ben. Uh, Who would you root for, Evan, in a Cowboys-Vikings-NFC uh, championship game? Who would you root for? Uh, I think, I don't know. I'd probably just, yeah. I would not have, I mean, like, I, yeah, I would cheer for the Vikings. Like, I'm not, I'm not that much of an asshole, you know, but, like. That's, uh, that's, that, that's, your answer is exactly what mine would be. Like, I, I wouldn't I'm, be I'm not like, an asshole. super stoked about it. You know, like I'm hoping that like the AFC game is good at that point. You know, um, but there you go. All right, man. Um, what were what were we even talking about? Yeah, let's. Uh, well, we, we we were sort of talking about Joe's team, and then we tried. Oh yeah, let's. Uh, oh yeah, we're talking about the Packers. Then we were talking about the Giants. Right. Talking, yeah. All right, let's do our last game on the docket, um, which is not involving us for once because we started with our teams. Uh, well, but... it turns out we like probably should have done that because like we. Like, usually we wait for ours till the end, but, like, we had a game that is still kind of in doubt at this point. Well, not really, yeah. yeah. Um, what do you What do you mean, not really? Well, Darren Waller was injured at the start of... No, uh... no, 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 I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Tom... Oh, yeah, we didn't do that one. Oh, fuck, we have two wait, wait. Shit. No, no, so, so, yeah, so what I'm trying to say is, like, it's good that we, because yeah, Tom, yeah. we subscribe with Tom Ethan, so, like, it's good that we didn't yeah, we save got, we got to pick total. it up here, man, we got to pick it up. Yeah, I'll be fine. Uh, Nick and Ryan is our next game. Uh, Ryan w- wins this one, 113 to 84. Ryan moves to three and two. Nick also going to be three and two after this. So Ryan, a good week from Jalen Hurts, 27 points. Justin Jefferson, 18 points. <laughs> New England defense, 22 points. And uh, everybody's favorite rookie running back, Damian Pierce, 17. <laughs> so yeah, nice week for Ryan. And a few good performances. Man, I, I was watching, you know, I'm watching Red Zone like I normally do. Uh, Damian Pierce looked good. Like, he was, like, making dudes miss. Like, he only averaged four yards a carry in this game, I guess. But, man, yeah, he was just, he was playing well. It was, it was a The pod was wrong on Damian Pierce. Yeah, we sure were, man. We sh- Evan, we need to, Evan, we need to get better at riding the hype train. Like, our, our, <laughs> our podcast name is Hype Train. We need to be unapologetically Pollyanna about, like, when guys, like, pre-draft or, like, when like a rookie fourth round pick is like picking up steam, uh, like in August, like during training camp, like pre fantasy draft, like, like we can't be like dismissive or, or like cynical about it during our uh, like post draft pre week one pod. 
Yeah, I feel like we gotta big, be we gotta be hyping guys up. I feel like a big part of my job is is like just dumping water on people's hype trains. You know, it'll be like oh, like player X has looked good through like fifty at bats, and then you know, like we we've got the whole website set up where it's I, like I can look up stats to show show you that the guy actually sucks. You know, like that's like <laughs> like a huge part of like the analyst's job. So I don't know. It's just it's hardwired into me at this point. So that's it's, fair. It's hard for me not to do that with a guy like Damian. Who's just you know like a random third round rookie running back who plays for like the worst team in the league, <laughs> but, but it's working out. You know he's been very very good. So that's fair. Um, I'm glad that well we already kind of talked about the Eagles. I was I was waiting until we got to Jalen Hurts. I've been kind of we have, our uh, list of matchups has not been aligned this week, and so I've been a little scatterbrained. And I was like I was like we haven't talked about what do we, we're talking about the Eagles. A few minutes ago, uh-huh. and I was like, wait, I was like waiting to get to Jalen Hurts, but I was like, did I miss Jalen Hurts like the Eagles? But we just hadn't gotten to Ryan's team yet, right? Right. Uh, so we don't have to talk about that because we just got done talking about the Eagles and how they're five and zero and stuff. Um, but yeah, Ryan had a really good week, one thirteen. A lot of that was because of New England's defense scoring twenty two. As New England, you know, that's just New England's defense doing, yeah. New well, England they did it against the highest-scoring offense in the league, the Detroit Lions. So that's pretty impressive. That's true. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Jefferson had a good – I mean, Ryan scored 113, but a lot of it was just hurts Jefferson in the New England defense. Right. Um, is, yeah, James yeah. Robinson, is James Robinson washed? Yeah, I think uh, that was going to be my next comment is that it seems like the, the balance of power has shifted a little bit in the Jags' backfield situation. Connor had 10 carries this week, but I think that was less than Robin's head. Um, yeah, what did I say? Uh, you said you said Connor. Oh, nice. James. James Connor, James Robinson. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, Robinson had only 10 carries this week for 27 yards. Yeah, the last few weeks uh, hasn't had a ton of work, and Etienne kind of – uh, picked up some of that this week. So, yeah, it could be sort of the changing of the guard there, which would be bad for Ryan's team. My heart my heart doesn't like it, but my head likes it, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's one of those things. Yeah, uh, Irv Smith had 420, LOL. Nice. Um, nice. But, yeah, I don't really have much else for Ryan's More team. Like Good job, Ryan. Smith. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, nice job, Ryan. Nick, uh, uh, we have to talk about Nick's team. Nick is absolutely going to listen to this because – Nick doesn't have anything better to be doing this week than to uh, sit down and just take a load off and listen to this podcast for an yeah. hour and a half. So <laughs> Nick will absolutely on, be... on Saturday. I think he should just sit down on Saturday and listen to this. Yeah, no, nah, he's not going to have anything else to do. Um, yeah, nothing good at point. all. So, good point. Uh, Nick, well, so th- it works out because Nick scored 85 and it was relatively uninspiring. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Brady had... Like one of the more exciting te- things on Nick's team was was Tom Brady scoring nineteen, uh, which is yeah, which exciting. is uh, um, that's Tom Tom. I mean, in all seriousness, like I don't know, like, Tom Brady's had kind of a bad year, so yeah, um, yeah, he is. They got the win against the your uh, your Falcons. Were uh, Evan uh, boots on the ground? What was the reaction? Tampa Atlanta. Uh, yeah, like, like we've mentioned before, like, I don't have, like, a single friend who gives, like, a single fuck about the Falcons here, <laughs> so, like, it's not a thing that's on my radar. So, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you're, I'll Evan, to, you're my correspondent. Okay. Uh, I have to go to the mechanic tomorrow. I'll try to talk to, like, an average Joe and see what they're thinking. Oh, Evan, I like that. Each, like, each weekend, <laughs> you need to, like, on Sunday, 
You need to like ask a local, at, yeah. you, like go to the gas station or something, and just ask someone. I need a, I need an update from the local Atlanta, you know, scene. I need, I need a soundbite. Like, yeah. like it could be the just, just you need you. Your new job is to ask to get one person to like tell you their thoughts, a local to tell you their thoughts on the on the Falcons. That's a good plan. That's a good plan. Is that is that that could be a good segment? Yeah. <laughs> And then you could say like, oh yeah, this guy at the grocery store had a, you know, Matt Ryan jersey, and I asked him about the Falcons, and he said like, <laughs> Matt Ryan doesn't uh, play for them anymore. <laughs> so, I don't, well, just like clearly they're a, a Falcons fan, right? Just, yeah, yeah. Just say like, just say I have a, I have a, I have a podcast. Don't say that it's a fantasy football podcast. Right, right. Just say like, oh, I have a football podcast. What do you want to like? What, can you give me the scoop on the Falcons or whatever? Yeah. They'll probably tell you some, you know. Maybe maybe they think Allgaier is like, you know, the second coming of Tony Pollard or something. That's true. Like that. That's true. Um, yeah. Elsewhere, next team, Dalvin Cook was pretty good. He had yeah, twenty-four points. Uh, Denver defense, big defense week across the league. Denver defense, fourteen points. Otherwise, yeah, not very good for next team. Not a whole ton of great performances. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe the maybe the least encouraging thing was uh, Antonio Gibson. Only getting three carries uh, for Washington. This was the first week that Brian Robinson was back uh, from his injury. Ooh. Um, and I don't think Robinson did a whole ton either. Um, and they were trailing a lot of the game, but only three carries. Like that, that is like an unacceptable amount of carries, <laughs> right? Like that's a like, oh, if I can't start this guy anymore, kind of level. So that that's not a good. Yeah. Start. So who had this? Had this has Gibson had the third most rushes. Did McKissick have more rushes than him? Yeah, I mean three is not very many. It might have been like Carson Wentz or something. Let me see what was going on here. Um, oh, was, I guess it was Carson Wentz. Yeah. Oh, it didn't say carries. It said rushes. He yeah, has he had, he had the third most rushes. Yeah. So. so Robinson had nine. So that's three times as much as Gibson. Uh, Gibson did have uh, four targets. Robinson did not have any. McKissick targets. did not have any carries. God, I love me. I love JD McKissick yeah, so McKissick much. Yeah, McKissick had seven targets, no carries. Love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think Gibson. That's tough. I mean. It's yeah, it's hard to see him like being every week viable. Like maybe you're popping him in the flex every once in a while now that Robinson's back, or maybe somebody gets injured. But it's just tough when like all of the passing game work is going to McKissick, which would normally be the role you'd be like, okay, like Gibson can at least get some passes and add thirty yards a week with that, which he did do in this week too. But I don't know, three carries is not going to cut it. Yeah, I didn't notice this when we were talking about Tim's team because Robinson only had two points. I was like, oh, who cares? But this is a this is the kind of thing that gives you a sliver of hope if you're Tim. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If he's gonna be like the starter there, then that's you know a nice guy to have for sure. Yeah. Um. We should move on, right? All right. Yeah. Let's get to our last one, man. This game got much closer than I thought it would um, when we started recording. So this is Ethan versus Tom, uh, and it is definitely still up in the air. Um, well, not, well, Mahomes just got a touchdown. Did so he just it's get a another little... one? Yeah, so it's getting closer. So as of right now, Ethan has like a half-point lead. Uh, Tom has the remainder of the game, which is about 17 minutes of game time, with Patrick Mahomes and MBS. Uh, Ethan has Juju Smith-Schuster. So like, it's, it's a fun situation because all of those are kind of tied together, right? Like all of those yeah. are related. Um, coming into the game, Ethan had like a 20 what, like a 27-point lead? I thought for sure he was going to win because, like, 
exactly what has happened is what Tom needed, right? He needed Mahomes to have a pretty good game. He's got 23 points right now, and he needed MVS to get a lot more work than Juju. As of right now, MVS has five more points than Juju does on the night, although both of them have been, you know, not super crazy or anything. So definitely interesting. Uh, I have no idea who's going to win this game, which is always fun. <laughs> this is why we usually yeah. try not to record on Monday nights, but here we are. Yeah, sorry. Um, well, it was mostly so I'm just... this week, but yeah. So should we just pretend? That... Yeah, let's just talk about the rest of the teams. I mean, yeah. I think I think Tom, like Tom, is probably gonna win, right? It's like, sure, but like if if, if like Mahomes does a point... touchdown to Smith Schuster, then no, so that's get, the like... only scenario where Tom loses is if Mahomes throws a touchdown to Smith Schuster. Actually, like, even yardage and he to might Schuster. like if, huh? if if Schuster comes up with like a like a thirty yard catch, like that's only like one point for Tom, but it's three points for Ethan, right? Like. Like Ethan just needs most of the most of the Mahomes value now to go to Smith Schuster, which is definitely possible. Like there's not that much time left, so I don't know. It's going to be very tight. I, I think Tom is a could, definite but, favorite for sure. But he could also just throw it to Travis Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, or any number of other players. So yeah, or he could just or or Mahomes could like Mahomes has thirty rushing yards. Yeah, or he could do that. Yeah, yeah it definitely I, looks like Tom is going to win. He's at eighty percent. On this thing right now, although this is probably not doing a good job all at right. all with dealing with the correlations. Right. <laughs> but all right, I'm gonna. So you can talk as if Ethan's gonna win. I'm gonna talk as if Tom's gonna win. That's, that's what, not that really way gonna change what I'm gonna say. You no, know? no, Evan, we're fair and balanced, okay? Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna like because we gotta wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, so so Tom Tom takes this one. Uh, <laughs> you know, however, I forget what the final score ended up being. Um, but we're recording this on Tuesday night. Um, I forget what the score ended up being, but Tom did win this week. He got a great week out of Patrick Mahomes. Um, the Chiefs uh, narrowly beat the, the, the Raiders. And um, Tom, pretty good week. Um, didn't really get much from Najee. I'd say that's probably the big surprise this week. Um, but I guess the Steelers kind of yeah, played an egg against. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what will happen. Um, not yeah. much happened on no. Tom's team. That's well, kind of what happens when you score very, 80. very important happened, Ben, is that Taysom Hill scored 34 points on Tom's bench. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. Taysom Hill with the all-time Taysom Hill game. Uh, he had 112 rushing yards, three rushing touchdowns, and he threw one pass in this game. It was a 22-yard passing touchdown. So that is 34 fantasy points for a guy that Tom did not start at tight end, <laughs> which is that is i mean the guy like he started evan engram who actually had a decent game he scored seven points but it's funny because this is the most points i can remember evan engram this is the most points i can remember evan engram scoring in a long yeah. time <laughs> uh-huh. like years <laughs> right like yeah like evan engram for seven points like that's incredible but yeah taysom hill 34 it was it was very funny for that's me tough. like watching the saints games updates because it was a high scoring game like they were going back and forth and, like, every time it would be, like, all right, Alvin Kamara, like, got them into range, and then, like, Taysom Hill would score a touchdown. <laughs> and it's, like, goddamn it. Like, why can't we just give one of these to, like, our, like, you know, previous all-pro running back instead of, like, this, like, gadget, like, 32-year-old who went to BYU, you know? Like, he is a, to be works. fair, like, to be fair, to be fair, Taysom Hill is, like, more built for goal line stuff Right, than, yeah. Well, and you see him Kamara. do it, and it's, like, well, clearly it works. And so, like... Part of you is like, why don't they do this on every play? <laughs> it just seems like the defense has to know what's going on. Like, he very rarely throws. 
Well, I say that in like the one pass he threw it was a 22-yard touchdown. But it's just like, how hard can it be if like you know that it's going to be a direct snap to this guy and he's going to run the ball? Like, how hard could it be? But apparently, really hard. <laughs> At least for some defenses. Like, you know, he scored zero points in week three against the Panthers in a game that they lost. So, who knows? Yeah. This, um, you look at Taysom Hill's game log, that's the most Taysom Hill thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, do you think Tom is going to start Taysom Hill at tight end the rest of the season? Well, it, he's definitely going to start him next week. Uh, <laughs> I if think you're Tom, just... I don't think you'll ever forgive. Like, if you, like, <laughs> fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. You know, I, I think, you know, it's not like he has Travis Kelsey. Like, yeah. I, Tom I think, should absolutely, Tom should absolutely just start Taysom Hill at tight end. I think it might just become like a totally reactionary thing. It'll just be like, did Taysom Hill score more than two points last week? If so, I will start him this week, and then you know, and then in the reverse, and yeah, I mean, some weeks it'll work, and some weeks it just won't at all. And there's no way of telling which week is which, which is uh, hard to deal with. So, so my angle here is like. Taysom Hill has has had five games this year. Three of them have been fine for a tight end. Even, like, great for a tight end. Yeah, like, like one has been fine and then two have been awesome, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, like, I think if I think you even if Taysom Hill scores zero or one point, like, every other, like, you will take that. Like, because, like, like, the tight end landscape, as we, the whole time we've had this podcast, the tight end landscape has been... A barren wasteland. Right. Like, right. like, I would start Tays- like, like if Tom doesn't want Taysom Hill, like, I'll give you Pat Fryermuth. Like, <laughs> I would rather start as someone who like needs higher variance on my team. Like, I would much more. I would much rather have the every other week Taysom Hill zero or like ten, yeah. rather than that getting makes... fucking six from Pat Fryermuth every week. Yeah. Well, and I think, like, if Tom had just started Taysom Hill at tight end every week of the season, he would probably have, like, the second or third most tight end points in the entire league at this point. (laughs) Like, obviously, most of that is just this week, but, like, you know, the points all count, right? Like, you know, if he had started him this week, he would have won really easily and, like, been in contention for the weekly bonus, (laughs) you know? Uh, I'm gonna shoot Tom. I'm gonna shoot Tom a trade offer and just see if he takes it. That would be awesome, man. The Taysom um, Hill trade like is incredible content. I'm just. Yeah. What should I offer? What should it be? Taysom Hill for who? Do it. For, no, just, you just you just need somebody up. more exciting than Firemuth for sure. Uh, but I don't have a lot. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe not then. Tevin Coleman. Oh yeah. He had, nice. Yeah, he, he had, had a touchdown. Like a good game. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about Ethan's team, the real winner of this game then? Uh, yeah, yeah. Talk about how Ethan won this week. Yeah, so Ethan just barely held on by the skin of his teeth here. You know, Deidre Smith-Schuster, a big 30-yard catch. Uh, the final minutes of the game to seal it for Ethan. Uh, elsewhere, uh, Brees Hall was incredible. 197 total yards and a touchdown. We kind of touched on it earlier with the Jets' backfield. Uh, Hall appears to have fully taken over for Michael Carter. Um, and he's another rookie that seems like he's really good already um man 275 yards from scrimmage in the last two games for Brees hall the jets scored 40 points which you know wild wild times yeah um, evan i know this is already kind of running long uh, but i'm keeping a list of your um i'm keeping a list of your uh uh like not grudges but um of your of your uh cold takes from yeah 
You were also cold on Brees Hall. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I didn't think the Jets would have a functional offense, and like, it's not the best offense in the league, but it's functional. It sure is. So there you go. He's been pretty decent for the last four weeks. So there you go. Maybe Evan should trust rookies more, huh? Evan, you need, when when bad teams draft rookie running backs, you just need to go with it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's the takeaway here. Um, um, I don't know if Ethan like did this on purpose or not, uh, but he didn't start Amon Ross St. Brown, which ended up being a good decision because St. Brown only scored two points in that game as the Lions got shut out. Uh, you know, I guess it didn't help him that much because he started like Corey Davis instead, but every point is going to count in this game. It is extremely close. So that might be what does it. Um, I guess he did start Jared Goff, <laughs> which did not go well. So, so that that leads me to believe that that was not on purpose that he benched uh, Amandra and he probably just forgot he was there or whatever. Um, but yeah, Jared Goff only scored six points. It would have been better to start Matthew Stafford, who scored ten. But yeah, kind of a tough quarterback situation right now for Ethan. Um, at least until Dak comes back, which is going to be soon. It sounds like. So there you go. Ooh, let's get a little Dak update to end the pod. The, the Dak update is no update on Dak Prescott on Monday. Okay, that doesn't sound great. <laughs> doesn't sound great for this uh, week, at least. Yeah. yeah, so... Yeah, it doesn't... I mean, Cooper Rush... Cooper, yeah, they I mean, won. if you're the Cowboys, like, don't hurry Dak back, you know? And you've also banked some wins at this point. Like, you're not in desperate need of a win this week, either. So, yeah, I think, like, I, make sure he's fully healthy and then let him go. Oh, man, they play at Philly They play this at week. Philly, though. That's the one Ooh. thing. It's like, yeah, you really want to win that game for the division and everything. And, yeah. Well, that, that, how funny. So, like, Philly's under... If Cooper Rush is solid on this pod, I don't care what stat line Cooper Rush has. If he goes into undefeated Philly and, and pulls out the win, man, I will, I will, buy, I will buy this man's jersey. <laughs> You'll want a Cowboys jersey. I, will, I, will, I didn't say Cowboys. Oh. Oh. What was where did it, Cooper uh, Rush... Where did he go to Michigan, college? I think. Oh, hell yeah. Central yes. Michigan, yeah. Oh, I will absolutely get a, like, chi- like just some backwater Chinese website. Uh, I will absolutely be getting a Central Michigan Cooper Rush jersey if they win this game. A hundred percent. Let's do it. Let's ride. Love it. All right. Well... Shall we end it on that? Ooh, uh, big update in that game. Uh, Mahomes just completed like a 20-yard pass to Marcus valdez So Tom takes the lead, uh, point and a half now. At this point, uh, I see... Did he not have the lead before? He did not, no. Uh, It was very close, but he did not. At this point, Ethan basically needs like big Smith-Schuster gains to take over the lead. Like it needs to be sizable. So that's going to be tough, but possible still. Yeah, I think that was like Tom... Tom taking the lead, like, like right before we ended the show. I think it's a good. Um, I don't know. There's some. Sort, I'm sure there's some sort of literary term for, for this. It's a, you, you, de, you read books. The denouement. Yeah. What does that mean? It means the end. <laughs> I'm 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 at like a I'm at like a sign. Like it's like a sign that uh, we. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a harbinger. A harbinger. Whatever. Yeah. I thought a harbinger was something else well, it's an yeah it's more ominous but you know. yeah yeah well yeah anyway <laughs> all right well clear for those of you who made it this far we appreciate you uh we will see i will see a lot of you at at nick's wedding uh i'm very excited um evan good luck to the b words yeah um 
I saw the Mets lost. <laughs> they sure did. <laughs> Rip. Um, oh, Evan, thoughts on the Padres thing? Where the they had they checked the guy. Did that yeah. guy? Yeah. Did, was I was I was very confused by like everyone seemed everyone on Twitter seemed to be perspiration experts. Everyone yeah. was like, "This is not normal." So it's like, the fuck did you know? The fuck did you know what normal ear sweat looked like yeah, before I today? Like, so, like, like who the fuck, who the fuck are these people that think that they're so fucking smart? Like, oh, that's not normal ear sweat. He has a foreign so- like. Shut the fuck up. I I don't know. I like, get so pissed off so about people thinking like, they know shit about shit like that. Like, go fuck yourself. It was like in the fifties in New York, so it wasn't cold, but it was brisk, right? And like, I kind of like. I get the similar thing where it's like if I go for a run and it's in the 50s, like it's hot enough where I'm sweating, but it's also like just cold enough where like my ears are going to be cold, you know, and they're going to turn red because they're cold. Yeah. And they're going to look exactly like Joe Musgrove's ears, right? So like, you know, he's working hard out there. Like he's pitching in like a big game, probably has adrenaline going, but it's also a little cold. So his ears are red. Like it made total sense to me. I thought it was a total like Bush League move from Showalter, just like trying to knock a guy off his game for no reason. Um, you know, I'd love to see the rule enforced where, like, if the umps think that, like, the manager's doing gamesmanship by requesting a check that the guy just gets tossed, because I think that's just, like, total Bush League bullshit. Um, but that's the kind of guy he is, so there you go. That's my Yeah, opinion. I definitely, I, I'm glad that that was your, it definitely seemed like the situ- it was like, it was like, what, the sixth inning, Mets yeah, were down, like, 4-0. Mus- Musgrove was dealing, too. Like, the Mets had one hit in that entire game, so... Did you did you see Musgrove like gave the dugout like a little uh, like he like flipped his nose yeah he like he like flipped his nose or something at, yeah, like I think it backfired because like it clearly fired Musgrove up even more than he already was like that guy was like on one the whole night so yeah that was I was impressed I was impressed yeah good for that I I I it's that kind of shit that like like obviously like it was Bush League from uh. It was it was Bush League from Showalter to to do that the Mets manager, but it's that kind of shit that like as like a casual fan like like I'm into the Padres now, <laughs> like I'm into this I'm into this Musgrove guy like I'm apparently he's like from San Diego like yeah he is yeah I'm I'm like I'm ready I'm 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 on I'm on are, do the Braves get the Padres? Uh, no, the Padres or, are playing the Dodgers. We're playing the Phillies. Okay, well, I mean, it's easier to root against the Dodgers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Braves, Potters, NCS. All Let's right. Let's... All right, well, good luck to the B-words. All right, thank you, Ben. All right, queer eyes. Full hearts. Can't, Can't lose. Can't lose.